So we've discovered that there's like a weird thing that the footage starts to do where at random, it pops up like a big thumbs up bubble, and I don't understand what's causing that. Or so we thought it. Well, random. you looking it up it indicates that it's a Mac OS feature where if I <laughs> thumbs up <laughs> and hold it, oh my god, go. it works! There we go. It works. There we go. Like if you give a thumbs up, a thumbs up emoji pops up and covers most of the screen. This is like this was has been bothering me for weeks. Like why? Why? God damn it. <laughs> I could not understand how or why. Oh, yeah, do that. Can we make that happen? Making a heart shape with your hands? I, I don't think, I think our cameras work. I, I think it's like this it's, one. That one works way better. Whoa! <laughs> this is just built into this the fucking the, computer. This just started happening. And it was happening turned on by default. To our fucking footage. This is like fucking... <laughs> this is Because so I'm standing crazy. here gesturing like, oh, something is going... And it, it, it is so crazy. What are they doing? What is it that? It is so insane. It, what, is, what are the balloons? It is, peace sign does balloons. Oh um, my god! It is so fucking insane that on a machines that are mostly used for professional video shit, they turned on a feature that's gonna ruin your that, video. I didn't understand. That's ruin your video. That is crazy. <laughs> and they don't even like <laughs> tell you about it. Like I saw a post that someone was saying they were like broadcasting to a funeral, and they were like, "How do I? What is the thumb?" up ha like what's happening dude it was happening you on know? like certain episodes and way it, like, more than dude, others and like, I I, I was like really slotting like... the footage and I was like I can't use that camera right now because a big thumbs up bubbles happening oh my god oh my like god. I don't even know like here's how I feel about that feature come on what why is it raining two thumbs, two down, thumbs down is raining I'm a wizard. What are we? Harry. What are we? I'm a wizard. You are a wizard. What? I, th this is insane. What is that for? To make two victory signs. N no, What's no, there's two. There's two. It doesn't even fucking work very well. Oh, yeah, no, no, get, no, no. Get I confetti. got confetti. There we go. I got the confetti. I, I, you got the balloons. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. All right. This sucks. I, two thumbs up. I, I hate <laughs> this. Works. This is so stupid. I can't fucking believe this was like just oh, happening dude. to us, like at random. Come on, no, that's not it. That that's was not me. even that what, was what I was doing. That's... Here, I think you're a little blown out, so it it reads me. There right we better. go. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> the laser effect. If you do this move, I hate this move. Can you imagine the meetings that were held about like all the PowerPoints that had like use cases? Look and they're at, like, imagine, it, dude, you're giving a presentation and you give a th two thumbs, two thumbs up, and then it like happens behind them, and every idiot in the room is like, "Whoa, this is gonna change how people video." But dude, look, at <laughs> <laughs> we got wait, make wait. If I do, if I do this. It's like outlining just us and I, I trying know. to like not have the laser go through us. It's like using a bunch of algorithms to recognize we're different, like to read what's in frame. I can't believe it that can read this horse shit. We've used computers to become dumber. It really is a disappointing development. The last this is great though. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, there we go. <laughs> it's not even uh, it doesn't even work very well it reads thumbs up all okay, the time well, I, I'm so glad to have gotten to the bottom of this well because we assumed the, it was OBS I was like what update and I, I've been looking around in settings on OBS I and not finding it anything was like a it's a Mac trigger. OS thing no they just they were like hardwire that into the into the thing <laughs> make it part of every video program what the fuck <laughs> Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 7, Episode 28. That's right, it is. We're in the middle of the end of the disc. Yes. It's a big, huge story sequence. You know, we've just got, you know, remind you all, we got big revelations that Dagger is a summoner from Madain Sari. Mm -hmm. And the opening cutscene of the game was when Madain Sari was destroyed and she escaped as a six-year-old. Yeah, and so now we're headed back to the Aoife tree, because right. since we fucked it up the previous day, we're expecting Kuja to show up and I guess we can confront him there that's what's going to happen this but week yeah, so and I think we're going to start disc 3 and then end for the day because this episode is the end of day 6 yeah we're also at the end of the day of 
playing the game, so we're like getting tired and wrapping up. <laughs> yeah, but really so, important story stuff still to go this week. Yeah, before I think we're gonna kind pretty, of pretty chill back. <laughs> I think it stays pretty story. You're right. I does, for especially a while. into it. Like, into like, a bunch of like, disc three. Yeah. Like there's a time jump and it reestablishes like <laughs> yeah. a new status quo. Well, we'll get into that, you know, soon. Not a big time jump. It's not like we're going... Anyway, it's not this episode. You know, before we get into it, let's do a little more outdated video game news. Hit the theme song. Do you have anything to say about the Game Awards? Well, you know, they announced that Arcane Studios is working on a Blade video game. Oh, yeah, they did announce pretty, that. a pretty huge bummer since they were making original IPs forever. Mm-hmm. That, like Prey, they could make another one of those, for instance. The big controversy this week, Jeff, yeah. is that they didn't come out and say that it's Xbox exclusive. Which has some people up in arms because they feel they deserve. I but don't it really. Should be. I don't know. I, yeah, they're like, we should get a Spider-Man. That's what the news is. There's a there's <laughs> we a deserve our own. Over, yeah, over I mean, if it's exclusive or not. Like, uh, Fascinating discourse, right? Well, you asked for the gaming news, and this is the gaming news. Yeah. from this week after the it's game not awards. That outdated. I mean, we're talking about Blade. It has it probably hasn't come out yet. But I'm sure they've announced if it's exclusive or not. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll know if it's exclusive or not yeah that's what i'm saying conversation moot yeah um (laughs) uh let's we got amaranth in our party new new crazy bounty hunter character let's get yeah we got a new character we're gonna be playing with we're heading back to the ifa tree having Mm -hmm. just left medane sari how are you feeling about the day where you uh i was thinking that the major next good stopping point we would Call it. I was thinking that, similarly. I mean, we're kind of at one now, but I thought we'd get through the Ifa tree, maybe. Yeah, maybe we do that. What time is it? It's 1:45, but it looks like the rain is not right now, and we'll start again around four. Yeah, I'm looking at the timing and the weather, and because you took the train to my house, you wanted to go home at a time when it wasn't raining, mm-hmm. and there was a window of time opening up where you would be able to leave. I seem to remember there was one day in all of the time I've taken transit where the bus didn't come after I took the train for like an hour and a half mm-hmm. and it was raining. And I think it was this day. <laughs> okay. okay. So let's, let's, finish, let's try to finish up. Soon. I'm down. I, like, this, yeah. was, this was good. This was great. Cat's claws. No hat. No hat. Well, I mean, he's got that big head of hair. Yeah, I got the yeah, original hat. I'm wearing all of those. We start taking stock of Amaranth's gear. Yeah, and we actually have an item for him. We're not going to put it on yet because he needs to learn all of his abilities. But but we had bought the poison claws already yeah. from we the Black Mage Village. We first saw this moment. Oh, he takes the poison claws. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's the claw guy. I knew that. I didn't want to ruin it. That, that redhead guy was in our party. Could have been ruined if you looked at the cover. I kind of <laughs> guessed that we were gonna get, you know, like I just kind of, you know, they they didn't seem like bad guys, but I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know who who we were necessarily gonna get. But he has such a cool look, you know. He does. Look at his tattoos. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Taylor. Yeah. Sure. Bing bong boom bong bing. So you're battling your way back to the Aoife tree, mm-hmm. and you've made it to the mountain pass. Bro. <gasps> That's what the pinwheel is for. He can throw stuff. I had a feeling that the pinwheel was cheap enough that it might He's be like a ninja. Uh, I, had, I thought, I was like, is it like a shuriken? He learned it. Get that fucking gladius off of him, and give him the rune tooth. Carbuncle and reflect. Mm-hmm. Throw a save. Good call. Let's give ourselves a ten. Mm-hmm. Do you want to? Do you want to go down the tree? Sure. So I grab the controller and we re-enter the land of the Efa tree. There's still a little mist, but at least there's no more coming out. That must mean Kuji isn't here yet. What happened to the mist? We beat the beast that breeds it. So much for the mist, continent. No more mist. 
They're gonna have to change their name. The naming convention for continents in here are like the outer continent. The continent formerly known as the Mist Continent. That's what it should be. Yeah. And, and Amaranth is just sort of like blown away by our raw power. He he does not understand he how we could have beaten the Eva Tree. Such feats. <laughs> They must possess incredible powers to accomplish such a feat. See, he's gonna learn that the truest power and the strongest one is friendship and teamwork. You don't There's get a silver dragon. It's him. He flew from the ruins of Burmesha riding a silver dragon. It's Kuja. Yeah, the team hears a dragon roar, and Kuja is flying a dragon on his way. Right on time. We really planned this out perfectly. He's walking right into our trap. It's Kuja, all right. He's riding that dragon, as they say. Looks pretty green. He's standing on the top. Of <laughs> we cut to Kuja up in the sky on his dragon, and I love the way they do Kuja when we're not in a rendered cutscene on the dragon. Like he's just standing on its back. It's really like the dragon is a flat platform that he's just like chilling but the, on. But the dragon doesn't even seem that big, though. Like no. he's like as tall as the dragon is. It would you know? be like, like standing the, on a horse's saddle. Yeah, exactly. That's and what, like that's the horse the is like galloping, it, yeah. but he's like <laughs> he's just like perfect balancing. It like it's, yeah, like it's a platform. Oh, how I longed for this day! We haven't seen Kutra in a long time. The day I might finally cast away the mask to reveal my true self. Now it no longer matters if the thief of trade is liberated. It means nothing to me. Oh, he wanted us to do that, huh? ha! The tree is so powerful. Beautiful. It's so beautiful. Its beauty becomes the great mother the tree that lives among the stars. Silver dragon! Let us watch the drama unfold from the trunk of Thifa. No one shall interrupt us there. Uh... After that little speech, we're given the option to change our party again. Yeah, well, it's like you're about to walk into a dungeon you won't be able to come out of, probably. So pick your team. Mm -hmm. I think we're good. We just changed the equipment. Yeah. And saved. We should be good. We start making our way up the Aoife tree again. This time, it's a little greener. Yeah, it's less cloudy around. See, there's just a little bit of mist. Probably just enough to keep the random encounters around. Yep. Zombas. Zombas. These are some festive zombies. What the fuck is happening? The zombie cast roulette, mm -hmm. which causes his cursor to like spin around every person in the battle and it's gonna like go faster and faster and faster until it lands on somebody. And then death gets cast on whoever it lands on. And it landed on himself. Yep. Oh, he played a game of roulette. And he played himself. He lost. <laughs> I guess the roulette he was playing was Russian roulette. I'm a little surprised death works on the zombies. Like, like life kills them, right? Right. So... Yeah, death should not work on a zombie. See, isn't Amaranth impressed? Mm-hmm. We'll pass the trunk if we go any farther. So I guess this time we're gonna go up the Aoife tree instead of down to the bottom, mm -hmm. and the camera sort of like pans up to the top. And I guess Kuja's up in the canopy. Cool. Kuja went down that truck. Say Zidane, how are we gonna get up there? The camera pans further up revealing how tall this damn tree really is. Yeah, this is like a pretty epic skyscraper of a tree. Like, it's got multiple tiers mm -hmm. to the height. A funny touch to me is that to Zidane, this doesn't look like anything. Like, as a as a monkey child, he just <laughs> is like, like, I mean, we'll just climb it, you know? This will be easy. We'll jump from limb to limb. Can we climb up there? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> me neither. I don't think I can either. Looks like this is a job for Zidane. Yeah, we came all this way, now what? I guess the other characters can't jump up this tree like Zidane, which is similar to when we showed up in Burmesha and only Zidane and Freya were able to they, jump up on top of the wall. They, they bring up their different like climbing abilities really often, which <laughs> yeah. is kind of weird. Amaranth doesn't understand why Zidane doesn't just go alone. What's the problem? You should just go by yourself. He's gonna have some problems understanding the power that of comes. friendship. Yeah. We gotta go face Kuja together. How did this wimp end up beating me? With teamwork, you dumb dummy. Well, he did do it. He did so. Whoa, hey. Yeah. Hey, watch where you're walking. He almost kicked me down. He who hesitates is lost. You best remember that. 
Well, I prefer my way or the highway. Whatever. Like you actually have a plan. Oh yeah, Smarty Pants? Don't forget, you're the one that lost to Zidane. Shut up, bro. Plan. Hmm. That's right, Amaran. You owe me one, remember? It's payback time. Shoot. Shit, that's... There's some Gargan grass around here. Oh. I knew it. So a Gargan can't be far. I want you to catch one for me. Holy shit, the Gargan flower that I noticed when we first you, walked into the yeah, Aoife tree yeah. really is. Yeah, he brought it up. Then we can all get on and ride to the top. Why should I do all that when I could just take the kids up myself? Uh-huh. Yeah, Amaranth's like, I'm as strong as a Gargan. He sees the solution to this whole thing, which is to just carry everybody. Come on, kids, climb on. <laughs> Grab my my hair. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Like, uh, what, do you, what do you mean? I never let this dim what, what, what do you do? What do you, do? <laughs> what do you just carry them you're up? Just gonna you're grab just going to go. He sure has spirit. And Amaranth just, like, picks Ico and Vivi up under each arm and just jumps off of the branch they're on and starts climbing up the tree. And Zidane turns to Dagger. Yeah, no <laughs> All right, Dagger. I'll just carry you piggyback. Huh? We hey, don't Zidane, need... Wait, just a... We don't need a guardian. Good thing both Amaranth and Zidane are quick enough up this tree that no one can protest. They're just, like, yeah. going already. <laughs> We cut over to Kuja, who's up in the canopy of the tree. He's and he's looking down. He's really uh, in the zone. He's on a tear with a monologue to nobody. It's too bad nobody can hear this, because it's a good one. I mean, you know, sometimes I'll be walking around my house, just sort of like getting <laughs> self-righteous about something. Giving a big soliloquy. And I'll just like, I'll just have to say it out loud. I'll be I'm like, always walking around my house being like, oh my god, if I suffered the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> the weak shall lose their freedom to the strong. Such is the way of the strong, and this is the providence of nature, that only the strong survive. That is why I needed strength. I learned the powers that would dawn to me even him over ten years ago. Such a long time. Now my forces are ready to strike. Ah, uh, the suspense is terrible. Kuja's now mentioned another very powerful him. Yeah, and revealed that his motivations are not what they appeared at first. It doesn't seem like he wants to take over the world. Mm -hmm. He's, like, trying to fight somebody he views as even more powerful. So they've come this far, have they? Perfect. I'll warm them up. I'll warm up on them until the elephant lady shows up. The elephant lady, huh? That must be brawny. Mm-hmm. We cut back to Zidane and the gang. They've reached like a higher level of the tree now. Thanks, Amaran. Now we're even. Show me what you guys can do. There's Kuja. Kuja, maker of black mages. Any enemy of Zidane is an enemy of mine. Okay, let's go. We walk out on a branch that's like parallel to Kuja and his dragon. And we can talk to him now. You're Kuja, correct? My name is Princess Ghana Alexandros. I wish to ask you something. Was it really you who persuaded my mother to start the war? The war that threw the entire myth continent into the chaos? And you made everyone, the black mages, into instruments of war? Oh dear! The princess is such a bloodthirsty little puppet. I don't have the power to do such a thing, but I gave them a little recipe. Begin with the broth of myth, and add fermented souls, and boil. Then pour genuine black magic into the mixing bowl, and he... <laughs> Stop it. I'm not done telling you how to make soulless toys out of the dregs of souls. You wanted your answer, Vivi. How do you like it? Well, Tkuja's obviously toying with us here, yeah. just waiting for Brane to show up. But yeah, so the, the mist, there's a little more to it. Dregs of souls? You mean mist? First, you don't want to lift it. Now you start asking questions? Oh, brother. But you're not ready yet. Why, you... Don't you feel anything, taking the lives of so many? Spare me the lecture. Lives come and go all the time. What's the big deal? Speaking of warmongers, why, what about that mother of yours, Princess? She said that she wouldn't feel alive until she has everything. It breaks my heart to see such greed. The war was my fault? No, no. Your mother wanted it. All I did was give her a little push. Liar. My mother was kind and sweet. You changed her. <laughs> so the curtain rises. Perfect, my canary. <laughs> Let me tell you the truth about your mother. Kuja likes talking in a very theatrical way. Stage play style. Mm -hmm, very dramatic. And he's referencing I Want to Be Your Canary, one of Lord Avon's plays. First act, the end of the ugly desire. It's showtime. We cut down to, like, the ocean outside the Aoife tree, and there's, like, a big fleet of Queen Brani's ships steaming towards us. The armada is on the way to the tree. 
And we see her on the bridge of one of the ships, surrounded by cannons. Have you finally decided to throw your girly face here? You're all at stake between me and total domination. <laughs> but I haven't forgotten all about that you've done for me. In return, I must show you the ultimate power. Attention all hands, order black mages to focus all their energies on a single spell. Lay suppressing fire upon Kudra until the casting is finished. Fire, fire and will. Yeah, there's like a bunch of cannons about to go off. So the queen thinks she's gonna take out her partner and be like the last big dog standing, mm-hmm. I guess. She tells them to fire at will, but that's not gonna do it. She needs them to at least fire at will. <laughs> Maybe fire-aga at well, will. Well, they, they got the cannons, right? <laughs> yeah. And the black mages are all gonna fire-aga on one fire-aga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're yeah. gonna juice it. Orders from Her Majesty, black mages, focus all your magical energy into a single spell. Like, we heard it. Like, I can't believe it. Back up in the tree, Kuja continues to demoralize us. Your mother satisfied with just one continent. Her ugly distance to Willie are certainly impressive. Ah, everything is proceeding as I have for theme. What are you talking about? You're just the opening number. Time for the real show. We won't let you get away. The myth may be created no more, but it still looks in the caves in the forest, right? Huh? I can make monsters with magic. Come forth, spawn of the myth. Spawn of the mist. So I guess using some residual mist, he creates these giant, like, bug larvae. They're yeah. Like, they're like big larvae things. You know, they got a bunch Crab of legs, legs on the and front, and they're long, and they got, like, the tail. Their faces seem to be made out of a bunch of flashing lights. Hmm. Mist spawn. They look like, um... They got little lights on their face. They look like lava spawn of mistadon. Shit. Fuck. Shit. Ass. <clears throat> You're dead. So, two of your enemies are duking it out. I'm gonna just leave them and finish up the winner. My money's on Kuja. Amaranth suggests that we just stand back and let them duke it out. Yeah, then we cut up to Kuja, who's flying around on his dragon. He got away while we fought his bugs. Ha ha ha, foolish brownie. Your prized cannons are useless against the spawn of the mist. Mwahaha! Even a fool like you knows that there's only one path you can take, right? Stupid elephant lady, why do you hesitate? Very well, I'll make the first move. I'll give you a clean target if you can't miss. Silver dragon, descend! Kuja flies his dragon down to the base of the Aoife tree with the plan to draw Queen Brane's fire. And we cut over to Zidane and the gang, who's saying we gotta get out of here. Amaret's right, let's split before we get dragged in. No, I can't. I can't let anything happen to my mother. Dagger? It's not your mother anymore. Dane, I, I have to save her. Uh, Dagger? She's extracted Eidolons from you and started a war. She's not even your real mom. I still don't want her to die. But she didn't care one bit when you lived or died. You don't have to call her mother anymore. She's my only mother. I don't care if you don't understand. Ika, you said that there was an Eidolon in prison near here, right? <laughs> um, yeah. There's another Eidolon imprisoned near here? This is really fucking confusing, because what she said was that they had imprisoned an Eidolon in the Aoife tree. Right. And I that thought that was, was what seal, we thought. And then to get in... No, no, that was just like the Aoife That's, tree, okay. like, you know, operator. You know, <laughs> okay. that was like... The Eidolon was not part of the Aoife tree. It was... They just imprisoned it in here at one point and created a seal. So... And I thought that when we she broke the seal and we got right. the ruby that gave us Carbuncle, I thought, I thought that, that, was, that, that was the Eidolon, but now they're like, no, that wasn't isn't the Eidolon. There's like a different thing. There's another one There's sealed another up nearby. One here. And Dagger wants to know where it is. Please, tell me where. It was in the center of the tree. It's a long way down, you see? The place with lots of roots? That's it. Yeah, I see it. Amorite, can you like... Dagger, don't go down? alone. Dagger runs off to go unprison that Eidolon. Yeah, and as we go to follow her, we get into a fight with one of the mist monsters. We're gonna have to fight these things all the way down. I like his light up face. Yeah, that's great. But that freaks out its prey. <laughs> or maybe predators. And, and it gets away. Zidane, let's go. Dagger's in danger. I'll by yourself. Yeah, let's go after her. We, we were. Like, seriously. Oh, Moogle. Moochie. There's a Moogle hanging out on this branch. <laughs> yeah, hiding behind like, like you can miss this Moogle easily. You just see his koosh ball sticking out from behind a corner. There's a letter from Stiltskin. The mist is gone. Is this a blessing or a curse? Nice letter. Uh, it's 
terrifying letter to get in the mail. <laughs> Koopa, I don't understand. Can't we all be happy now that the mist is gone? So we start continuing down the big tree roots, and it does this effect that these games love to do where the background is moving at a different rate than the foreground, mm -hmm. and it makes it seem extremely epic. Yeah, yeah, like the scale seems enormous. We're running down this tree route, and there's just like off in the distance, you can see the landscape unfolding along the coastline into the clouds. Cool. cool. I love that shit. I love when they do this. Whoa! And one of the mist spawn chases after me and touches me, entering a battle. Yeah, as you run down, they, like, fight you. These look like relatives of the Gargans. The Gargans? That, that they share an evolutionary common ancestor. Oh, check Amaranth's equipment. He blinked something. Probably put a better yeah, ability up. Yeah, let's put on the bird team. Go to his abilities. You want ability up on over anything. Great. Mm -hmm. So we get down to where the Eidolon is clearly imprisoned. There is a petrified stone dragon embedded in the tree. Yeah, it's standing on a large platform. Dagger's looking at it. I sense the Eidolon's power. Now, now can I save my mother? Please help me. Magical energy starts flowing up the statue. And then, like, magical energy wings kind of grow on the back of it. And it, the statue is, like, very serpent-like, but with wings. And I'm like, I'm like, it's Leviathan. I know it. Aquaman is Leviathan. I bet, it, no. I bet Leviathan is on Aquaman. And we're given <laughs> the Aquamarine But I guess gem. she can't save her mother with this Eidolon. I don't know no. what she was hoping this Eidolon would be. I can't save my mother with this Eidolon. Dagger, what's wrong? Can't you free it? No, I have it. I, but I sense it as a great Eidolon, but... I don't believe it. It's the legendary sea serpent Leviathan. Yeah! Leviathan. An Eidolon who wipes out its enemies with a huge tidal wave. I'm sorry, Dagger. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna work. This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> She's like, I could only kill my mother with this Eidolon. Oh, the irony! D damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not your fault, but my mother's still in danger. So it just was like, oh, it's cool, but it's just we can't use it at all. It's like that's a really weird plot beat. Yeah. I think that's totally bizarre. The to way of giving up, us that to build up this idol on, and then it's just a it, it, it should have been a secret that you can just pick up if it's just like you get the, no, it's the an unmissable thing. It should be a secret area going up the Efa tree. I there should have but, been more. And to maybe it. that was originally what like it was. We and they were like, we Leviathan, can't let people lose that. We should have seen that. Leviathan get freed at yeah. least or something instead of like ah drat. It's not the right idol. On. I was hoping for something else. <laughs> anyway, we cut over to Queen Brane's Armada. Queen Brane's Armada is like not doing so well. They're running out of ammo that they've been spending on these mist bugs. Parts of their ship are on fire. I'm not sure what's been attacking them. I wish we could have seen some of that. <laughs> it was the last wave of monsters. I guess we he's just he's sending that. various monsters. Isn't Her Majesty ready yet? Our remaining ammunition was spent on the last wave of monsters. The next wave will chew us up unless we pull out now. That is not a decision. Get back to your post, soldier. Your Majesty, the Black Mages have completed their preparations. Well, now I can finish them off. The queen herself appears. Yeah, and I guess she's going to use the Black Mages' built-up energy to summon Bahamut. Draconic seedling, Bahamut, king of the dragons. Oh, shit. Eidolon fight. From the ocean, a ring of fire appears, and out of it bursts a giant winged dragon. Yeah, it like shoots into the sky like a rocket, and then it swoops back down all dramatic. He's like red hot. Kuja's watching, standing next to his own dragon. Yeah. Oh, you have a dragon? Well, I have the king of the dragons. Bahamut unleashes a series of missiles, which look like they're going to engulf Kuja, but he kind of gets away on his dragon. Yeah, he's like standing on the Aoife tree, like drawing the fire mm -hmm. at it, and Bahamut just like nukes the tree. Wow. Jeez. Whoa, it's really like a nuclear bomb. We're just gonna use him against squirrels and shit. <laughs> Whoa. 
made Kuja bleed. Is that the first time we've seen blood in one of these games? It might be. No, um, in the opening to eight. Right, yeah. Our boy gets yeah, cut in the, the face. Stories. But anyway, yeah, Kuja's like got a little drop of blood coming from his head. He I touches guess, it. He can't I guess believe to show he can that, bleed. like, you know, he can be killed. Like, yeah. he's mortal. He's into it, though. He's all, like, rubbing it on his face and, like, tasting <laughs> yeah. it and stuff. And then we cut over to our team still hanging out by the Leviathan statue. I guess on a part of the Aoife tree that didn't get engulfed in nuclear fire. Yeah. It's cut in the, the face. stories, but I never thought summoning could be this powerful. Wow, now we can win. Mother won't have to die. Dagger, your mother still has to die. Yeah, well, I think she thinks Kuja got taken out. I don't think they saw him get away. No. They, they, they think that this might be over now. But Mog, like most good animals, senses when something is cosmically amiss. <laughs> Tries to warn Iko. Mog, she's terrified. How come? Don't you know? That's the last Eidolon, Bahamut, the Dragon King. He'll win for sure. What about that big mouth thing? Blood. Blood. We cut back over to Kuja flying his dragon, and he's laughing at the fact that he can bleed. <laughs> Excellent, Bahamut. Power, mobility. You are truly the best. You can even hurt me a little. And you, Brownie, your traffic role in this drama now comes to an end. I'm sure that you will enjoy the second act from your soul's hell's prison, since the stage will be a former home. The final act will take us away from Gaia, and I will kill my nemesis with my own hand. Hopefully we're going to space in the final act. I, yeah, that'd be cool. Ha ha ha, everything is going according to plan. Kuja, like, raises his arms up, and, like, a hole appears in the sky that has a giant eyeball in it, just like in Dagger's memory of Medane Suri getting destroyed. Yeah, the big eye. Kaplow. Whoa. And this, like, crazy pink and white, like, music visualizer, like, takes over the sky and just seems to be, like, spreading some sort of horrible radiation across the entire landscape. Oh, no, the black mages. The black mages start falling over, it's holding just, their heads. Yeah, it's just like killing all of everybody with like some sort of psychic damage. Queen Brawny can't take it, and Kuja's laughing. Brawny doesn't like the sound. Whoa, is Bob mad at Bronny now? Um, maybe the eye controls all Eidolons or something. Eidolon. It like gets in Bahamut's head and he turns and just blows up Queen Bronny's whole armada and then flies into the sky and vanishes. Like he in finishes, like a he helix. does his like final mega flare <laughs> move on his summoner instead. Like this eye in the sky took him over or something. Is Bronny dead? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I would have, yes. We didn't ever fight Bronny, huh? And we no. save her. Man, Dagger's gonna be upset. <laughs> Holy shit. Good for Kuja. Good job, dude. You really did it. Your death note plan worked. Kuja flies off on his dragon. And the screen fades to black. Yeah, and we start getting a monologue about the aftermath of all of this from Vivi's point of view. Why did Bahamut attack the one who summoned it? I don't know why Bahamut attacked the one who summoned him, but we found Queen Brani on the beach next to her escape pod. <laughs> okay, so she was okay. <laughs> she could hardly move. I thought she'd come to a stop any second. It fades up and we're on a beach with like a little vessel beach there. The sky is dark, and Vivi is just looking over a scene. Everybody's kind of recovering from the crazy attack. I hate Kuja a lot, but I hate Brownie a lot, too. So much that I wanted this to happen to her. I should be happy, but once I saw Dagger start to cry, I didn't know how I should feel. I kind of wanted to cry, too. We pan over, and Dagger is sitting at her mother's side as she dies on the beach. Bronnie is literally laying on her back, and because of the way she's shaped, it looks so weird. Like, I first thought that her, like, pelvis area was her head, and that everything was upside down. I was like, what is she? 
She's just like a <laughs> Christmas just ornament. She just looks crazy. Wow, look at her on her back. <laughs> I can hear my daughter's voice. Yes, mother, I'm here. Right here. I'm empty now. <laughs> free. I'm free. Free about terrible greed. Mother. I guess getting your ass kicked really gets rid of your greed. Well, I think she's like about to die. She knows she's going to die right now. And that she's and, finally free and, of yeah. it. She's not she actually free of it. Like she's just like, death is, that yeah, all I, of it was pointless. <laughs> I haven't felt this way since I saw Matt play with you and your father. Which one? The one about the canary? <laughs> I led Alexandria down the path of ruin, but people will be happier with you on the throne. Probably. So the queen's dying wish is for Dagger to ascend to the throne. Pretty touching scene. One last moment with Dagger and her mom. Over black, Vivi continues to kind of narrate what's going on. We went back to Alexandria on Queen Brownie's escape pod. We also brought... Where is Steiner? Dagger's mother with us. <laughs> Where is Beatrice? <laughs> and Freya. So I believe that's the end of disc two. Yeah. And what we see next is the start of disc three. And the screen fades up. We're in Alexandria and we're in like a cemetery, a memorial garden space. And Dr. Tot walks up. Yeah, it's like a really nice Greek kind of place with lots of columns, marble. I think there's a water feature to this because these look like flower Whatever those floating. like tall pointy shrubs are, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They have them at palaces a lot. Oh, Dr. Tot. We have a voice this way, that. princess. I think that was right. Yeah, he was German. Steiner, Beatrix. So this is a flashback, huh? How horrible that her life had to end this way. No, they've, they've, no. Just, they've just been here. Where the fuck were you guys? <laughs> now we're all together? Now we're all together. It's funny that I thought it was a flashback, because we flashed forward. Yeah, no, we flashed forward. And this is where they were, to be fair. This is where we left Steiner and Beatrix. In I'm pretty Alexandria, sure it was in Alexandria. Definitely. <laughs> but now Dagger's back with them. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe all that has happened. Princess, it was my fault. No, it was my fault! Thank you, both of you. I must now carry the burden of ruling Alexandria alone. Will both of you please help me during this, my time of need? Yes, princess! <laughs> Certainly. Thank you. Here is a wreath of roses. They were your mother's favorite. Nice. The townspeople sent it as an offering for the queen's grave. True, Queen Brane had been acting quite erratic before her death. But some people are still very fond of her, as you can see. We lay the wreath down. Yeah, Dr. Tut reveals that this is Queen Brani's grave. Mm -hmm. Did they build all this, or was this already built? I it think if you're be. royal, your grave You've is already built got... when you're born. Right. Like you have, like, you know, if you're the queen, you're spending half the half Commonwealth the... <laughs> income, like, on a tomb. And even though she did that... <laughs> You know, she was only acting erratic at the end of her life, and the people... One thing that I think is a major thing I hate about this game is it's just sort of hand-waving about war crimes, mm -hmm. monarchy, societal hierarchies. Yeah. Anyway, well, we won't get into all that now. It's very no, sad. We're putting wreaths we on We put a wreath on Queen on Bronnie's grave. Somebody who did grave. not get redeemed. God. We salute. Malta, I shall become a great queen. We get a fully rendered scene as she walks down the steps from her mother's grave over to, like, this pond in the garden that looks out over the palace. And she looks at Alexandria, and the weight of her future responsibilities rests it heavy. It lifts her up. No, she looks determined, like she's going to do it. She's she's like, here we go. Going to be the queen. I'm ready. Wow. They built this whole tomb already for her? How much time passed? Well, I mean, if you're a queen, they got to be working on your tomb for, like, seven years. I'm sure, but it. still, it's like, you know, it feels like queen. She, they, we didn't, like, bury her there. Well, like, she's fucking been in the tomb in for a while. Across the world. Oh, you a don't, sword, you don't, I mean, you just, you just castle. put a brick over it. Like, you don't, Yeah, all right, like, all right, we threw her in a ditch and put a brick over it. No, it's a statue, it's a, it's a, it's a statue <laughs> garden with, with a hole in it. 
they, they build them beforehand, like yeah. a long time beforehand. It would be, you know, it's like they're, they dump their body and we're done. They expect people to die, you know, they're ready for it. Maybe it's a puzzle tomb. We could go in and like be like, this, the world is square. Princess, we have arrived at the castle. She won't be princess for much longer, Dr. Todd. Dagger, Steiner, Beatrix, and Dr. Todd took a little dinghy from wherever they were over to the main part of Alexandria. Yeah, they're on like this Venetian gondola that you can like row around the palace on. Ha <laughs> ha indeed. I shall have to call you Queen Garnet after there's a coronation. I must make preparations for crowning our new queen. General Beatrix, Master Steiner, will you help her? Hurrah. Princess, please, watch your step. She slips and breaks her neck. Dr. Todd. Princess, I know how hard this must be, but I will be by your side. Please, take the throne with full confidence. I can't believe we didn't fight Brownie, like, like yeah. even in a joke fight. Like... This is very interesting. Yeah. This has got to be the first time we had a big bad like that that we never fought, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I do. And she's dead now. And she's dead now. <laughs> she's treated like a real person in the end. Yeah. Maybe Emperor Gestal? Like, like, Kefka kills Gestal? Yeah, no, we don't fight Gestal. Yeah. No, this is just like that, actually. Yeah. This is just like that. And it's it's Sakaguchi again. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, okay, so there is another example, but it's pretty unusual. And I feel like this one is more purposeful than that one. Like, nobody gives a fuck about Emperor Gestal. No. Nobody loves that man. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Emperor Gestal's big goofy dinner? Yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> it was fun. Three more days until the crowning of a new queen. What a day! Anyway, we cut over to the Alexandrian bar where Ruby and the crew of Tantalus are standing around and Zidane is sitting at a table drinking away his sorrow. Well, it certainly looks like that's the implication. He's got his arms up and he's not talking to anybody. I know. You know, they're in a bar. That's what you do here. Let's (laughs) just be fair. You get drunk (laughs) and you drown your sorrows. I was wondering where Tantalus was. I was going to ask that earlier. Like, we haven't seen each other in ages. Why the <laughs> sourpuss, partner? I can't believe you remembered that. What happened? Maybe that dagger chick dumped him. <laughs> Bingo. This ain't like you at all, Zidane. Hey, hey, Ruby. I heard you started a mini theater. That's right, darling. My plays are a hit. Cool, let's go watch. Yeah. All right, cowboys. Zidane, you ain't coming, are ya? That's all right, darling. Come over here whenever you want. Let's go, boys. Zidane's just not talking. Yeah, the rest of Tantalus is gonna go check out the theater. Which is nearby in the alley. Yeah, they show them all run out and which way they go, I think, because it's been so long since you've been here. They're like, you gotta remember to run this way. This way, everyone. Oops, sorry. Huh? Hey. Hey, baby. Hello. On their way to the theater, Blank runs into and knocks over Vivi. A thing that happens to Vivi all the time. Well, this is, as I'm going to realize in a second, is literally the opening screen of the game. Yeah, where this you is first where, where Puck get control of Vivi after he tripped. I haven't seen you since you left Alexandria Castle. How are you? Well, a lot of things happened, but I'm doing fine. A lot of things. How about happen. you? What have you been doing since we left the castle? Me? Let's see. Oh, yeah. It's been crazy since you guys escaped. Rusty, that rat chick, Freya, and uh, what's her face? The, the girl general of Alexandria. <laughs> Be true, true. Yeah, that, the three of them got totally worked. <laughs> Marcus and I had to carry him out on our backs. Blank's over here describing active time events we never saw. Yeah. <laughs> but Marcus runs up and says, come on, Blank, let's go. Marcus, we gotta get going before Ruby gets mad at us again. Oh yeah, she hates it when we're late. Sorry, Vivi. I'll see you later. And we're given control of Vivi. All right. Wow. We're back here. We're back here at the beginning of the game in the beginning town, right? As Vivi. Yeah, that's quite a circle. I like the <laughs> circle. I have some issues with some of the pacing. There's got to be a Google in here, right? Overall, I'm kind of... it's. That I was just save. a great feeling to come back here and be again. Yeah. Just like the size of this story chunk and like how monumental it is feels like amazing when you get back here yeah. at this point in the game. Like quite an end to a disc. Are we going to have to go fucking bust her out of there before coronation? Dude, I don't know. Is that where this is going? <laughs> Are we going to go bust her out and then go on the next adventure? Perhaps we will. I don't have time for active time. Yeah, you do. Yeah, all I want is a Moogle to save and end for the night. Yeah, but we got an active time event. 
And this one is called It's So Big. And it's Ico running around Alexandria Castle. It's so big. Oh my, what a gigantic house. I gotta go see the inside. We cook good, good food. Hey, sniff. Something smells delicious. Three of those little Alexandrian chef guys walk up to Ico. I'm the Eggmeister. Are you hungry? These guys look pretty fucking menacing. They do. Are you hungry? Are you very hungry? <laughs> I'm the Eggmeister. <laughs> right this way. One to dish my. You stick. unbearably hungry? Well, maybe. Too bad. What a bunch of dicks. Yeah, they run off, leaving her there to be hungry. Yeah, the chefs are not going to feed her. Bunch the of meisters, dicks. anyway. And we cut back over to Vivi on the Alexandrian streets. Where is the inn or something? I bet if you continued down the road, there would be a safe point. Quickly check. Like if you followed blank and... Oh, remember this person? Yeah, well, oh, I'm excited to go... I know, yeah, I want to text all these people. Yeah, yeah, I want to explore this for real. We get another active time event called Long Time No See. And it's these three brothers that we've met. They were like friends of Tantalus. They're, they're in Tantalus. They're all like in bondage gear. Zanero, Bonero, and Janero. Yeah, they're all like cows or something wearing leather masks. They have like claw hands and whenever they speak they like raise their hands up as mm -hmm. they speak they're very animated anyway one of them's been training for something but he doesn't say what no long time no see been a long time been a while where have you been we were worried sorry i've been training training yeah training training for what tell us your mother it was the what the fuck Go was into the left, into there. That's it for that active time event. Yeah, I'm not sure if we ever get to the bottom of that. We're not yet able to know what he's been training for. It's a secret. But back as Vivi, I really want to find a goddamn Moogle. Oh, well, that guy now lives in. We're looking to play against an experienced card player. Okay, well, maybe go in there. Wait, that might be the end. Another active time event. Mm -hmm. We get the option to either see To Fly High or Artemisian. And we pick Artemisian. Artemisian. Whoa. He has a letter. He has a letter. He's a purple moogle. This one is we see a purple moogle flying over to the like church bell tower that we met the moogle in the first time at the very beginning of the game. Yeah, this is from the rooftops where we had a little upward mobility at the very beginning to mm -hmm. see the play from. He has a letter with him. He's down that back alley where we followed Puck at the beginning. Oh, look at that. That's where all the moogles are. Sorry to keep you guys waiting. This purple Moogle walks into the room where Stiltskin and another Moogle are hanging out at the base of the ladder. Hey Stiltskin, long time no see. Hey Artemisian, why does your coat look so shiny? Well, it's none of my business. Listen, have you been delivering the mail properly? Uh, uh, of course I have. Are you sure that you delivered all my mail to my friends? Of course I did, you sign five. But what about the other one? Okay, what about the other one? Maybe that was the one that we couldn't pick up. It might be. So there's trouble with the Moogle mail. We'll find out more about that later. This Artemisian has a very shiny coat. That's important, believe it or not. <laughs> we have another active time event called To Fly High, where we cut over to the alleyway and Marcus and Blank are hanging out talking about Zidane. Zidane's done himself in this time. Yeah, but think about it. He's never been in a serious relationship before. He probably doesn't even know what to do with himself right now. Come on, he's in love with a queen. Did he think it'd, it'd work out? I'm sure he thought about that a lot. <laughs> That's why he's in turmoil. He looked so depressed. Yeah, but this is something he needs to deal with head on. This is gonna make him stronger, you'll see. I think you're right. This is a part where I really feel like the ATEs are making the world feel nicely alive. Yeah, as we've gone on, I think they've gotten like better at how they're integrated, or maybe we're just used to reading it. As or maybe it plays I just out. like that scene of the way that Marcus and Blank are discussing Zidane and his feelings. Well, I also feel like this is literally the first downtime we've had in the game. Yeah, like every other point the story is like pushing and pushing and pushing. And also, we're in a town that we've already explored once, so yeah. it's not like we uh, yeah, need these to are, explore these it all are right super now. Super nice and vibey. This is a weapons shop. We cut back over as Vivi and continue looking for that Moogle. Which way was it? It's like to the left here. Yes. Yeah, down the alley? Down the alley, yeah. 
Or is this the end? We reserved a room for three gil a night. Uh, no, it's actually a hundred gil per night. But I chose this one because I heard it was a hundred gil for three nights. Dear, let's just play three hundred gil and stay at the end. We walk into the inn and our favorite NPC, the fish man with the pipe, is in a dispute with these people who said that they had promised him a better rate. Well, yeah, he's like running some kind of scam because it's coronation week. This inn is so funny. Like, you can't stay here. The rooms are always full yeah. or he's overcharging or whatever. It's just like a little comedy place. I, there might be some quest or something that we didn't do that has to do with this guy. Well, it's a coronation week, so the rate's 120 go per night. What <laughs> kind of business are you running here? He's making such a scene. I'm so embarrassed right now. I just realized the guy he's in a dispute with is the mayor from Dali. Yeah, he's here with his whole family for the coronation. But not his brother who runs the inn over there. No. So yeah. this guy knows about inn scams. This guy belongs in prison. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. the, his daughter comes over to talk to Vivi, the little girl who's like humiliated by her asshole dad. And asks Vivi what he thinks about her dad. Uh, no, it's not that bad. Thanks, you're very kind. This is that mayor whose house we couldn't go in. He's like in the countryside. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think they're down the alley. Hey guys, we're gonna do a full discussion. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's over here. We head down the alley where the Moogles reside. Apologizing to everyone we're not talking to as we walk mm -hmm. by them. Full conversation with everybody when we play on Thursday. Mm -hmm. You've got a letter. My big brother sent me a letter, Koopa. Where's he been? Oh, Koop. Popo is Kupo's older brother. Fossil Root is very comfortable. I like it here. We play hide and seek every day. The most important thing in life are hard things in life are to work hard and play hard, Kupo. That's the Moogle that hides in the wall in yeah. the treasure mines. Yeah, he's I oh, so that's why he has the same name as Kupo yeah. with two P's. He's the older The older they brother. Started with two P's. Big and bro. went down to one P. Anyway, they're related. <laughs> yeah. Glad I work others doing well. I'm the magnet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We've been delivering all his letters for him. We talked to Artemisian. Yeah, the purple Moogle who runs the magnet, I guess. And, and he's very touchy about the subject of the Moogle mail and why it's not being delivered properly. That's funny. And then we talked to Stiltskin, who's wondering about the mist. I'm thinking about how the mist disappeared, but I gotta do more traveling to find the answer. You could just tell him right now, but we won't. Yeah. Artemisian just delivered a letter to me from far away. Let's read it. Even Moogles want to look beautiful. I use my special item very carefully. You don't come across it very often. It's very special to me, Koopo. Oh, it's a letter from Magrika, the most beautiful Moogle in the world. What a pleasant surprise, Koopo. Yeah, you do want mail. Well, this was a great two-day session. That was awesome. We maybe, we'll, far. maybe we'll do another one before this is all over. But we'll see. Yeah. Should we quickly see if this yeah. file got fucked? I'm gonna stop the main recording. Do it slow. Mm-hmm. Click slow. I mean, it didn't give me the spinner. Yeah, as we're ending, we're checking the footage, and as you all know, there was no footage lost today. Yeah. On day six. <laughs> that doesn't mean that we're immune, though. No. From my mom and dad, found love and had a family. We're good. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hurrah. You know, whatever we lost there, you know, I hope it never happens again, me but... Too. We will figure it out in editing. Goodbye. Thank you, everybody, and see you soon. Awesome. And that's where we're going to end for episode 28. Man, the end of a disc. And the end of a day. Yeah. The end, the end of, of a sleepover. Six. Yeah, the end of a sleepover. Yeah, I, I stayed over that night. Man, I am I really love this game. I can't wait for this next part. Like, Zidane being in the dumps mm -hmm. because he thinks his, like, fling is over. And the coronation is about to happen. Yeah, and it's, it's all like, coming up. Everything's kind of been resolved except Kuja's still out there, but, like, we can take a breather. This it's an game, interesting part of the game. More than any Final Fantasy captures what it's like to be alive. Like, I understand the feelings of the characters the in peaks really, and like, valleys, ways. Like, you know, the art and the music all come together. Life isn't full of only intense days I am or like, only boring days. Like, the downbeat vibe of this. Like, everyone in town just kind of going about their business. Ruby back while, at the theater. While Zidane is feeling like something intense mm -hmm. is amazing. It's 
feels so good. Yeah. This, this next bit is going to be really good, like getting it all up and running again and seeing where the story goes from here. It just feels crazy to take control of Vivi again on the streets of Alexandria, and you're like, I have been so many places and done so many things since I well, was here. Well, and like from the start to now is like one continuous plot line with no breaks it's in crazy. it. And it's like concluded now. Yeah. Like it's done. It's amazing. And it's, it's a fucking masterpiece. Act. Yeah, this it's is insane. really good. <laughs> like, <laughs> Take a peek at next week's episode. And it looks like there's no breakfast next week. Mm. A very rare for a start of a day. Well, I'm glad. We've had a lot <laughs> of breakfast. sick of dealing with the breakfasts. They'll be back. There are plenty more. Yeah. Uh, we're going to run into Hippal and race him a bunch. That's oh, going to be this that's part is such be a funny. memorable part. I love the writing in this whole next I, chunk. I mean, I, I just love the writing in this game. I mm. wish games were more like this. Oh, man. Yeah, that's it. Six days of gameplay, and what a time it's been. What an amazing way to spend six days. <laughs> it really is just more rewarding than reality. Anyway. We're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been editing this season for all, almost a full year now. Oh, man. We've gone through six days of time. <laughs> We're getting further and further away from this November, December of 2022. By the time we finish this, it's going to be nearly 2025. A great alternative to psychedelic drugs is making a podcast. You will really feel unmoored from reality and time. That's for sure. You're going to start hallucinating. So join us all next week. Come on back now, you hear? It's disc three. Tell everybody it's disc three. It's disc three. Oh, but before we go, let's check in with the Mognet and see if the Moogles got any messages for us. Yep. Play the flute. She's right. Oh, she's right there. She's right there? Mm-hmm. Haley, come here. Haley, bring me the message. I see your butt. Bring it over here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Yes, thank you. Good girl. You know, I think you deserve a treat for that. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. Here you go. Yeah. That's for being such a good mail deliverer. Thank you. Okay. This message comes from Andrew, and it reads... To all NoCat hosts and listeners, this is Andrew. I'm a lifelong gamer and currently big Xbox Game Pass enthusiast. I picked up Hi-Fi Rush on Game Pass not too long ago. It's an amazing game. The jokes and the music are incredible. The gameplay is great. As an achievement hunter, I don't usually start a game without at least attempting 100% achievements. I looked up the achievement guide for Hi-Fi Rush and it's rated as a 10 out of 10 difficulty. For reference, Dark Souls is an 8 out of 10. I did everything I needed for 100% on Hi-Fi Rush, and the game bugged on the last achievement. The mural in my hideout is completely filled in, but no unlock on the last achievement. I hard power cycled. I uninstalled and reinstalled my Xbox profile. I called Bethesda. I bought the Hi-Fi Rush DLC. Nothing. I was told the only way to get it now is to repeat the effort on a new save file. I don't think anyone can help me with this, but I just needed people to know that this happened to me. Oh my god, that's that's horrific. What a horror story. The kind of thing that really puts into perspective like what are we doing? Yeah. Like what how am I spending man? I'm so sorry to hear that. It's so funny. The achievement stuff like that, if you just mess up once, and especially if it's a bug, it's like, forget it. Throw it in the garbage. Yeah, well, I mean, he can't redo it. Like no. it's like, you know. But we're going to put it out there that you did get this achievement. Yes. For Andrew. posterity, everybody knows it. It's recorded here. You, you did it. got got 100% achievements on Hi-Fi Rush. This guy over here. It's known. I mean, I'm impressed. I'm impressed, too. Thank you, Andrew, for that message. We feel your pain. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in a Magnet message, they are just $25 each. Email nocatpodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. We do payments through PayPal. So just email us and we will say whatever you would like us to say. And a huge thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Yep, the thank you. who have kept the show going all these years. Your support really means the world to us. It's extremely important to us. And if you would like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash nocat. And if you subscribe at $5 a month, you 
you get the video version and the bonus content. And at $10, you get a mug and a t-shirt. But that's not the only way to support the show. You can also no. rate and review us or tell a friend about the show. Or, or go just... to the Etsy shop and buy a shirt or a mug. If you don't want to have a subscription, mm-hmm. you can just do that and it supports the show. Or you could buy a large amplifier and a small generator and head over to your local park and set it up somewhere oh, yeah. uh, clandestine and turn it up very loud and just play it. Our voices <laughs> emanating across the park. Yeah. Be sure to record a video of them trying yeah. to figure out what's going on. But thank you so much. It's really crazy that we still get to do this. And yeah. we love it. And this game is great. We so. thank you all for listening mm-hmm. and liking and subscribing and telling friends. We got to come up with another dessert. How many more confections could there be? Well, I mean, they don't have to be confections. You're right. Sometimes can... they're psychological things that we how about for dessert we have one of those winds so strong you feel like you can climb it and you just stand in it and it blows at you. And you kind of... And you're just like, ah. Slowly go up. And you scream into it and your voice disappears. Because your voice is blown backward. And then somewhere miles away someone hears a scream from nowhere. And now they believe like, what in was ghosts. That? Yeah, now they believe in ghosts. But it was really your voice carried on a wind. So that's what it is. Enjoy. That's what they were trying to solve with the Queebies. <laughs> the quibbies, whatever yeah, that yeah. was, you know, because quick bites. They recognized how dangerous it is to have just a formatless video out there. Yeah, you never know how much time you're spending. They you know? knew that regular TV was too long. Yeah, and and also that irregularly length TV, more importantly, also wrong, was dangerous to the fabric of society. We're gonna like lose pr- hours of productivity to I people mean, who think they're watching a 10 minute video, but they're watching a 15 minute video. If Quibi had succeeded. If Quibi had succeeded, we would be living in a wonderful society. A utopia of 10-minute episodes of The Fugitive. Yeah, you're right. There would be, like, all of this high-budget 10-minute trash. Like, just stuff that's not long enough to be worth anything. 